0: Hello again and welcome back to No Beer Left Behind. I am Brian here in North Texas with you, and I'm joined by two of my favorite people on planet Earth. I'm joined by Frank down in Austin. Frank, how are you? Hey, Brian. Doing well. How are you? Good, 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 good. I'm doing great. And I'm also joined by my lovely wife, Mrs. Brian.
1: Hi.
0: How are you doing, sweetie?
1: I'm fantastic. It's
2: It's the nicest introduction you've ever given her was that supposed to be? you know what I'm
0: going to your That normally trap, your introductions are I'm not going to no I'm not <laughs> that was
2: a good one. Hey, listen.
0: Okay, yeah, fine. I'm just saying you you're right. It could have been it could have been way
2: better. Oh yeah. No, no, no. That that was a good one. I'm saying it could have been worth. worse.
0: I'm here for the wine and I don't have the time for sour grapes. It's Mrs. Bryan.
1: Yeah, that's the introduction I need.
0: Yeah, there it is. Uh, I forgot about my Real Housewives introduction. Yeah, so did I. Now I feel like a real asshole. Yeah, you're right, Frank. I I need to give her better introductions, don't I? (laughs) No, no, it's fine. It's all right. Uh,
2: What do you? I I have trouble sharing the mic with my wife, so Mm -hmm. it's just each their own.
0: Well, I mean, we do have two separate mics here, so that does make ours (laughs) a little. Yeah, it does. It does. It's uh, more welcoming for a conversation, <laughs> dialogue, if you will. It's uh, You don't have to stiff arm somebody to get to the microphone. <laughs> is this true? Yeah. is true. This is true. Oh, man. So how are you doing today? I mean, this is, I mean, we see when we post it, we'll do a little bit different <clears throat> in that, uh, you know, it's it's just the three of us. We can make it if we try. It's a Saturday night. It's a late night cast.
2: It is. Doing well. Uh had a great day with the nieces and nephews oh, over here cool. at the house. We, we grilled. In true Frank fashion, though, I invited everybody to come watch the South Africa v. Argentina match. Did you not have access uh, to the game? Without checking the schedule because it's next weekend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. So we just grilled at the house. <laughs>
0: Uh, that. Sorry, that was loud. I, I didn't know no, we were doing solo. We, I didn't know we were doing South Africa. Yeah, I, I, usually I play this as a bed. I don't.
2: So next that. weekend we'll have that that actually happening. I mean, we're we're getting into World Cup season, you know, right. for rugby. Once every four years, Brian knows having experienced this twice already. This is a very serious time for the Frank family. Yeah, they How are you um,
1: liking having your family with you? Are you just like loving it?
2: He was clearly
0: talking about rugby World Cup for a second. I know, he but gonna, he, he, just, but he,
1: like, his family's there.
0: I was going to ask yeah. him the same question, but <laughs> yeah. she brings up a good point. How uh, are well, you enjoying? We'll do having- a quick
2: hitter. We'll do a quick hitter there. It's great. <laughs> I mean, it's we are four people with now spouses and extended, you know, kids and whatnot. But really, four core people that moved here from South Africa, and three of us are together in Austin, and the brother's not far away. So it's great. It's. It's the first time in like over 10 years that any of us have been in the same area. So yeah, it's cool. We enjoy it and we're still getting used to it because we can have like barbecues when we want to, which hasn't been a thing in my family for... A decade, over a decade and a half. Yeah, <laughs> So I remember the last time we had Villem.
0: It was just Villem and I. He talked about that was his greyhound bus trip up to Minneapolis was to be with your parents. Uh, you know like what he cookout. didn't
2: say about that bus trip? <sighs> his his recollection of why the bus trip happened completely inaccurate. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tattle on myself here. What happened in that bus trip? is oh, originally no. we were all going to go to miami together car broke down so we couldn't use her car to go and uh my my sister and and brother-in-law were all oh no Frank what happened
0: miss your friend what happened no, we... you, hey buddy can you hear me yeah, yeah you broke you up now. you said originally... Ready going down and we're back okay so you and like originally your sister y'all are all supposed to go to miami
2: yeah, so we had this plan for the siblings and everybody to go to Miami, um, and the the plan included using the car to get to Miami because I drove a Mercury Sable nicknamed the Little Slut because it was an slut. LS edition. It's a little Slut. <laughs> so, <laughs> this this car was not making it to Miami. This um, car was barely making it to Walmart and back. <laughs> so. Uh, we were going to use Christina's car to go down and we couldn't. uh, So her car had an issue. We couldn't drive it all that way. So we had to find another ride. The other ride only had enough room for two people in the car. So uh, after profusely apologizing about the scenario, I still needed to go to Miami because people were meeting us in Miami. And Willem was like, obviously pissed, which fair, fair game. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but he was like, "Well, I want to go back to Minnesota," and the, the little slot wasn't making it up to Minnesota, so uh, ended up getting a bus ticket. So I, I was the cause of him taking the Greyhound from Tulsa all the way to Minneapolis. Wow! And yeah, how <laughs> and long of a bus so, ride is that? Oh, we covered it a couple uh, episodes it's, ago. It's like, it's, it's, it's significant. about hours. It's significant. <laughs> yeah, it's stupid long. Because buses don't go over like fifty-five miles an hour. My buses are miserable. You stop for gas. It's yeah. No, he said it was completely the worst thing he's ever done traveling. Um, I, I would I would venture to guess if he ever did the Trans-Siberian Railroad, he would he would think that's first class. I was no, going to
1: yeah. say, say I, like buses and trains are absolutely miserable
2: <laughs> to be on. Yeah,
0: okay. How we expanded so, this country westward. Anyway,
2: when you say this, hold on. There is there are several train rides that i would highly recommend um any train ride in europe on a high-speed rail worth every fucking penny it's it's such an awesome traveling experience but americans just don't have that sort of like introduction to trains right like trains here you're like oh yeah it's a fucking subway it's dirty as shit or it's the Amtrak from Houston to San Antonio or something. (laughs) Um, There's 32 stops on the way. I've been on
1: a dart from Louisville to the state fair in Texas. And it was hell. I wanted to,
0: it was fucking (laughs) terrible.
2: It took us 55 minutes.
1: But the Metro in DC is nice. Yeah,
2: it is. I just don't get the dart. Like, Y'all just need to get some people to clean it. Yeah. It's not like it's not bad. It's it's, it's not bad. Just, just clean the fucking so thing. Like,
1: like by the time we got there, I was like, why didn't we just drive?
0: Well, it's because they have a single rail. It's not like yeah, you not. can pay like an extra four dollars and do an express trip from a main station hub to the like the another main station yeah. hub and bypass every stop they have a
2: single rail so the fucking cars go down yeah yeah
0: they can't you can't bypass the station and you know okay so
2: can we can we discuss this whole light rail thing light rail great concept terrible execution okay um it it is There is something to be said for mobilizing people and putting them on trains instead of, you know, having everybody driving a car into a downtown area. Right, 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 totally, right, right. Totally. But there's also something to be said about the execution of Metro in Boston, D.C., New York, Philadelphia, whatever. And then what we have now deemed to call light rail and how much more inefficient the light rail system is because – all you're doing, to your point, Brian, is you're like, oh, okay, we're gonna share lines most of the time with freight trains, right? Um, for segments, and for other segments, we'll build our own line, but it will only be able to go stop by stop because we want to have bypasses, whatever, whatever. It's like America is 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 forcefully trying to show people that they can't do rail, but they can totally do rail. They're just being assholes about it. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Oh, look at what you asked for. This is it. Like, no, it's not what I asked for at all. This is what everybody wanted. (laughs) Told you. Waste of money. I'm like, no, it's not. You just didn't fucking do a good job.
2: Yeah, I just... I find it ridiculous. Like, and Minneapolis has the same issue, and Austin, the light rail is supposed to come right by my house in, like, 2065, apparently. I don't know. It's like... It was supposed to happen in 95, and it still hasn't even been built. Well, the but,
0: Oklahoma City bombing and whatnot, you know, that delays yes, a lot of things. Waco. Yeah, no,
2: 9-11 totally threw off the plan. that. Just,
0: you know, it was supposed to be the big unveiling. Going to get the big scissors to uncut it. To cut the, well, like, it on, but they couldn't bring it through TSA. Couldn't. Yep. It was supposed to be. It was set to open September yep. 15th, and they were like, fuck. What are like, we I put
2: that shit in my carry-on. Fuck. Damn it, uh, TSA! I you know, bring down a plane on my way to the unveiling of the Buta light, light Rail. It's unbelievable. Uh, apparently, the
0: Trinity River Rail or whatever uh, that goes from Fort Worth to DFW Airport to <laughs> Dallas, uh, like downtown Sorry, Dallas. Area. Rearranging my furniture. It's okay. I don't know what the hell is going on there. Anyway, apparently that rail is supposed to be pretty legit, but it's like an actual. It's like a, It's like a reclaimed Amtrak train. <laughs> And they do yeah. they do share freight rails, but it's uh, it's you can time your like it's set to a time. It doesn't just have hour long delays, and it only has like four stops.
2: So it's but everybody legit. pretends like this is an impossibility right. in America. No. Like, oh yeah, no, it's the light rail. That's about as good as we can do in these suburban cities. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, we're like in Austin, we're busy discussing. A big dig project that would put 35 underneath the city oh like fuck. actively okay. discussing All it right. and trying to fund it okay that cool. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, until right it fucking floods but yeah that's okay Sure, go ahead yeah. but but it, it, like on the whole it's like okay we're gonna discuss that and no one's ever just said like yeah maybe light rail needs to just be in the fucking sky Like, (laughs) I don't, I just don't understand how we, we can, we can, we can make all these grand ideas and toll roads can be built wherever we want them. And, and then we're like, oh yeah, but this train concept that everybody else has, whoo fuck that. Y'all
1: need what they (laughs) have in Minnesota. I know you know about this. So I went to, I mean, Frank, sorry. So, oh that's okay i just went the, to minnesota, minnesota security number yeah <laughs> uh, yeah i'll give that out next i went to minnesota in june and they have like this walkway that goes across downtown that you can just like walk everywhere
2: they're it's, called skywalks
1: yes it's beyond me i mean like Do you know I why not- those exist yeah because it gets so freaking cold there yeah. this dude sitting next to me so at this conference i went to he was like where are you from i was like texas he's like oh so you drove here this morning huh i was like
2: yeah and uh oh, that's a minnesota nice joke right there <laughs> yes yeah one of those he was telling ass. me he was
1: like well you need to go walk around in the skywalk he was like we have it because this he I'm said i'm sorry it this winter. i'm sorry
2: hold on can we time out real quick yeah he said, welcome to Minneapolis, walk around in the skywalks.
1: Yeah, like, I well, oh, fuck, we're we, an asshole. we
2: were God, asking so him. Much more to do there <laughs> than the skywalk.
1: Well, technically, he was from Wisconsin, but he uh, had
2: he was amazed at the fact that people out here don't go out in the blistering cold like we do in lacrosse.
1: Well, he was like he had been to Minneapolis. He, he was talking to me because he had come to DFW and was appalled that you had to drive everywhere. Like, it was beyond his comprehension. He was like, I don't understand yeah. why it's so big that you have to drive it's everywhere. It's
0: beyond the people who live here's comprehension as well. They can't fucking do it either. Yeah,
1: and I was like, well, it's just the way things are. And he was like, what you need to do is you need to get up in the skywalk and walk the downtown area. That way you can see everything you're in the sky he was like we have it because it gets so cold and he was telling me it got to like negative 50 something during the winter and i was like yeah i think it got down to like 30 where i live so (laughs) (laughs) so close you know got down to 30 (laughs) (laughs) i think it was i think it was 45 one day so oh my god
2: so (laughs) hey brian Quick, quick interjection for the dad joke, and then we'll go back to talking about Minneapolis. Um, the wife just said, "How did dinner go with everybody?" And I said, "I went great, had a great time." And she goes, "Did y'all talk about Oklahoma?" Now, pause. Oklahoma, Willem's got his birthday coming up, right end of the month. Okay. <laughs> and she was talking about trip arrangements, but she didn't. She just kind of like shortcut the yeah. statement. Right? Did you talk about? Oklahoma, and I said, "Yeah, we did." None of us could imagine how they elected Mary Fallon. <laughs> I bet Mrs. Frank is
0: <laughs> so happy she texted you.
2: She said, "What are you talking about, right
0: now?" I'm <laughs> <laughs> asking about over Labor That sounds about right.
1: Wait, when is Willem's birthday? I didn't know he was an August baby.
0: It's September baby. Oh, uh, no, August 31st. Yeah, it's oh. Yeah, August by birth, September by choice. You know how that goes.
1: Your mom's birthday is August
0: 31st. Hey, don't be bringing my fucking personal life into this shit. Birdie. My birthday is
1: August 23rd, (laughs) in case anyone needed to know. I think it's one day after Parker's, right?
2: Uh, I think Uh, so, We're terrible friends. (laughs) That's pretty close. So, okay, back to Minneapolis. Okay. Okay. So... Find it hilarious that a Wisconsinite is claiming the best thing about Minneapolis is the Skywalk. I think he might have been trolling.
1: What is the best thing about like after visiting yeah. Minneapolis? I would like to know what is the best thing about Minneapolis.
2: Uh,
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, he's curling his face up as if he has smelled his, something <laughs> horrible. No, no, Maybe he so, stepped in something it's like outside. A bad town, okay. okay.
2: Let yeah. me let me put Minneapolis in its context. Is a perfectly unperfect town. Like it's, I don't understand, like I get the draw, right? It's, it's, it's a great place to raise a family. The schools are good, whatever. But the level of suck that you have to put up with there <laughs> is so incredible. The level of suck. You're, you're balancing things. You're literally constantly in a mode where you have to justify being there because you're not somewhere else. And that's what Minneapolis people or Minnesotans always get caught up in. It's like, uh, you're like, oh, why do people live there? It's so fucking cold. And you're like, oh, but the schools are great. And you're like,
1: well, okay. <clears throat> there are great schools other places.
2: Exactly. And they're like, yeah, but the summer here is the best. And you're like, yeah, but we don't have winter. And have you been in Austin in November? It's fucking phenomenal. <laughs> so it's, it, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, Minneapolis, Minnesota in general love, the teams, the sports teams, there are my teams. Love the towns in specific scenarios. But, <laughs> I went to and the and Mall of true.
1: America. That was, that was a mall.
2: You fucking, okay, if you meet a person from the Boundary Waters working up there, living up there year-round, and they tell you they love it, they're fucking lying to your face.
1: <laughs> uh, Nobody these told people me that love they it for Minnesota. four months
2: out of the year, okay? And then they put up with it. But no one goes outside in negative thirty degree weather and go. Oh god damn it! Give me more of this. Not <laughs> a soul on earth. I, I <laughs> not did not a hear a
1: soul say that they loved living in Minnesota. I actually did not meet anyone from Minnesota the whole time I was up there. Everybody I met was basically from Wisconsin.
2: <sighs> yeah. That's well, uh, but it was a conference, right? Yes. So, It was a conference.
0: What about the people who are beating each other's asses outside your hotel room? They were were from from Minnesota, and that was something
1: I have never seen
0: before. That's good.
1: Like, this couple was in a full-on argument. So we walked out of the hotel our first night there. We were going to um, walk to a bar to get dinner. And we see this couple. They're yelling at each other, and then they just start hitting each other. I mean... Like dudes. Are
2: they no- from Minnesota? They're not from Minnesota.
1: I don't know where they. I. They were going to a,
2: a Wild
0: and Timberwolves game. <laughs> they were from Minnesota. <laughs> it was the same time. I don't know. I, could Just they be more Minnesota? <laughs> One of their friends
1: was over there trying to break stuff up, but I mean, they were like beating each other up and yelling at each other, and everyone around them that was walking on the street was looking like, yes, this is completely normal behavior. And no. my coworker you and I know, were looking at each other like, what the heck You know, is you
2: know why, why they were acting like that? Why? Minnesota nice? It's Minnesota. No, you don't, you don't get into other people's business. The movie Fargo is a perfect embodiment of that culture. Like, it is not even a bit off. They will tell you it's off. It is not a fucking bit off. If you didn't get invited into the conversation, you don't talk in the conversation. If you didn't get invited to dinner, you don't invite yourself to dinner. If you get invited, you might not even be invited. Um, It is the most <laughs> complicated bullshit fucking culture I've ever been I- I- introduced Privy to. to. No. And you know me, Brian. I can't figure that shit out. Like, yeah, th- no. those type of cues, I fucking roll <laughs> through them. And yeah. it didn't work. It just <laughs> didn't work. Because I-, I don't have that level of complication in my mind. It's not like, if you tell me let's go to dinner, we go to dinner. It's not... Let's go to dinner means three things in two different scenarios, six different ways. Right? It doesn't but work like I feel like, like that's that.
1: how DFW culture is. That's
2: exactly how DFW culture is. Yeah. Yeah, but that that culture in DFW comes from a very different place. DFW culture is because of pretentious, stupid money. Yeah, yeah. for sure. In, in in Minnesota, it is a it is a inherited trait in every fucking human being. So when DFW people leave DFW, they figure out how to fit in somewhere else and be different. Yeah. In Minnesota, they don't know it. They don't know it. I've got a kid right now that I'm working with. He's two years younger than me. So a kid. Um, but he so he, 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 he offends people, <laughs> he offends people because of his inability to like socially connect with people. Yeah. And it's a total cultural thing. Like Minnesotans leave Minnesota, feel I don't know if it's overwhelmed, but They stay outside of Minnesota for a couple years and they're like, fuck it. I need to move back to my weird cocoon of like, it's, it's just, it is, it is a, it is a, it is a sphere of bullshit. And then you've got to be able to pull like the strings that get you just above the sphere. And then you're in, you're in like a separate sphere. It's, it's the most fucking weird interaction with humans i've ever had in my life and i don't miss it one bit
1: (laughs) but i will say when it comes to education minnesota is like tops yeah they're like leading the forefront like the conference that i went to they were talking about um equity within schools and minnesota has like specific legislation that requires equity in their schools and that's pretty cool and texas is way behind on that
2: no, I'll tell you in Minnesota from an early childhood education perspective is tops in the country. They, they really take education seriously in the state. And I, I, I always, I'm always leery of this conversation because Minnesotans pride themselves on education and it's a good thing to pride yourselves upon. But it's also very difficult to compare Minnesota's situation to Texas or to California. Like you're dealing with a, a magnitude – Greater amount of people, ideas, everything. So Minnesota has the advantage of this cold ass Nordic Nordic culture uh, being the primary force in their politic, where everybody else is fighting battles. You know, and um, it's it's great that they're doing well, but it's it's not a model that people can replicate easily. Yeah. Um, but it is things that you can draw from for sure. I mean, like the standards for opening a daycare in Minnesota are fucking crazy. It is not even like it's like, oh, you have to have magnetically controlled gates on the outside of your facility so yeah. that your kids can't escape now, I don't know if you've been at Aunt Sue's backyard running the daycare next door here in Texas, but her gates barely have a class spawn. no, the you pool like, doesn't even have a fucking fence around it. yes. so it's it is it is very it's a, it's a great model, but people don't need to be disillusioned by the fact that that model only resulted from their absolute control over politic and one political ideology right like I, I i think there's an unhealthy relationship between the results in minnesota and the control that a single institution has had even though it's been for the good you know like yeah it could have very easily been the opposite yeah um it's there's no there's not a lot of political discourse in minnesota <laughs> so uh, it kind of like the Nordics, you know, I mean, Norway, like who's going to who's going to chant against Norway in the world? Everybody just like, yeah, it's, it's cold, but shit, they've got healthcare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed my time in Minnesota. I walked like five miles a day, which I was not expecting. Like, I did not realize that it was a walking town.
2: Downtown is awesome, though, isn't it?
1: Yes. And that's where I stay. I was downtown and like every restaurant I town? ate at was fantastic. I Thoroughly enjoy my time. I felt like things were a little overpriced. They have very different... Um, Which
2: hotel were you at?
1: I was at... Oh, man. It looks...
0: <laughs> it's like the best Western uh, <laughs> out of the So the I did not get to Alps. pick
1: my hotel. Um, okay. My principal decided to send me like two weeks before the conference. So we had to rush to get a hotel that wasn't already booked and yes, it was a best western but it was designed to look
2: like a like Ski german Lodge.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah.
2: But it was in downtown?
1: Yeah, it was like right right down from downtown. I mean, it was in the downtown area, but it was um like down from where all the major restaurants
0: were. I was going to say it was within a mile of the Minneapolis Convention Center or yes. whatever that was. Yeah. Okay. I was
1: going to say it was a 10, like not even a 10 minute walk to the convention. Center.
2: Sorry. I apologize. That was loud. Did you see the. Okay. We call them crack stacks. What? But the multicolored projects in downtown? No. I'll show you a picture. I in just mean, a second.
1: when you say crack stacks, I, yeah, I feel like I need to see.
2: <laughs> photographic yeah. evidence is necessary. I need necessary. to see what this means. It's called Riverside Plaza and it. Uh, we did it go was to riverside 80. plaza huh
1: we did go to riverside plaza
2: oh well you might have seen this then these were called the crack stacks and this is not me being derogatory it, it is just what people called them but they uh uh come on all right so these are them That's what they look like.
1: No, I don't think I saw those. Bunch
2: of, they're in downtown. So like literally, I mean, they're in downtown. But they uh <laughs> they they were built by some I don't want to call him like an industrial communist, but kind of. Designer. Uh it looks
0: like the <laughs> the cities or the uh the the hotels
2: you see in uh vietnam movies yes so they were they were they were kind of like designed for purpose yeah not comfort yeah and because of that they've turned into this just crazy fucking uh spot in minneapolis but yeah so the crack stacks downtown are still the least desirable kind of places areas but they're right by the convention center, they're not far from the convention center. Oh, okay, so well, then I maybe I saw, them, saw them. them and I
1: didn't. We were like right by um, where the downtown like United Way was. Mm, okay, and, um,
2: yeah, so you were I by US Bank Stadium too, you weren't far away from that.
0: Sure, is uh your sister's picture still up there across the street from US Bank Stadium?
2: Frank, I don't know what to talk
0: about. No, seriously, <laughs> your, your sister was in a picture for U of M like MBA program oh, or
2: whatever Oh, you're right. Yeah, yes, it was yes. I was
0: it wasn't a joke. I was being no, serious.
2: No. I don't know if it's still on there. Yeah, yeah. but it's their technology diversity program yeah. or something
0: like that. I like, did
1: not see your sister nah, walking around that.
0: No, <laughs> the only reason I even know is because it was up during the when they had the Super Bowl up there and I had coworkers who went to the Super Bowl and they were taking pictures in front of the Miller Lite billboard that's right there cuz Oh, and she was on She was on the billboard there. behind where they were framed <laughs> up. I was like Hey, funny story. I know that person. (laughs)
2: That's hilarious. So uh, probably still up there. Yeah. So she, uh, I forgot about that advertisement campaign. And you know, it's funny. I've got two, well, one sibling and one good friend that have now been a part of like diversity campaign posters at university. So Jonathan. Yeah. The first God, and last name. His whole name. That's yeah, interesting. what's his social security um, number? So he he at Tufts is their diversity. <laughs> like that's, he he, that's he is, is this on. the
1: Jonathan from y'all's wedding? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah.
2: The best fucking human being on earth. He he uh, he took pictures back when he was on rotation in the small animal clinic at Tufts, and they still use those pictures in advertising. And they still pay him, <laughs> so it, like That's every time, awesome. Tufts is trying to be like, "We're not totally New England." They put Jonathan, the descendants of Jamaican immigrants. <laughs> Here's our
1: one brown person, <laughs> and it's
2: awesome. It oh man, it's honestly it is something. I mean, I just I it's it's shameless on Tufts' behalf. Like they they haven't, I guess, had another. Uh, a diverse student of any background. It's probably just been a bunch of white kids coming through, just fucking crackerizing the place. But
0: crackerizing?
2: Yeah. Now I'm That's offended. A I'm offended. <laughs> That's a verb. I don't even That's know. That's rough. Listen,
0: That's we rough. call it whitewashing. I say crackerizing. Hey Frank, on this drinking podcast, like, what are you drinking snuffing.
2: tonight? Uh, I'm actually just having Coca Cola at the moment. Actual? Co- hold on. Actual Coke? Real Coke? Yeah. So so I found a. I don't know if I would call it a bodega. It's kind of a bodega. But I found a bodega here that um, also sells gas, but it's more of a bodega. You right. know, like there's a bodega and then they've got a pump. Okay, just stop so calling it, call it a bodega. It's station? a convenience store.
0: <laughs> no, but, it's, yeah, but not. it's not. It's not a bodega because those are really. That's like
2: a. That's, that's like, like an Northeast. Appalachian <laughs> yeah. But they sell everything. Yeah. Like, a convenience store. This isn't a gas station. You could yeah. buy a fucking hookah at this spot. Yeah. Convenience store. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, sure. You it take is, me to one of those in Dallas It's, in it's a Bucky's.
0: Yeah, you went to a little a tiny Bucky's. That's <laughs> what we call them in Texas. You went to Bucky's. <laughs> Buc- <laughs> tiny Bucky. Buckalita. That's Bucs. what it is. <laughs> I went to a little, <laughs> little Bucks. <laughs> <Little Bucs. laughs> and
2: so uh, they sold a lot of Mexican colas, mm-hmm. uh, Mexican Fanta, which is phenomenal. Yes. You know? Um, But I found Mexican Coke, and I haven't had Coke with real cane sugar in quite some time. So it's I heavenly. bought some. And Earlier today, I was grilling with the family, so I had a couple beers, and I was like, "Yeah, we'll slow down, have a Coke." So I'm having a Coke right now.
0: Yeah, well, that's cool. I had a I had a little mini, my little eight ounce Cokes when I got
2: home earlier. It was good. Yeah, it was
1: good. Yeah, I tasty. Like cool. I
2: mean, I I think people forgot how good Coke was with just sugar. You yeah. know, like I don't like none of the Coke. bullshit. No one asked you. It just tastes like a bunch of syrup. To me. I mean, like great. Well,
0: even the she doesn't even like the cane sugar. Coke, you know, what is not so hot that I tried out of the old Mexican Coke category is Mexican Sprite.
2: I can oh, leave it and leave it. I'm good, it's flavorless. It needs to be cream soda, is what it needs to be.
1: Oh, cream soda is the worst.
2: Okay, oh god, cream soda is are you blasphemous tonight? Ugh, My cool. word.
1: Cream soda it loses its flavor. It, I mean, like it loses well, its carbonation.
0: It does lose its carbonation, and it's so like it's some, overly sweet? some of them some of them can be overly sweet, yeah. so that by the time you get done drinking, it's just kind of like, oh, Awful. there's some vanilla. I guess that's cool.
2: I just said, how long are you sitting on cream soda that you're literally going out of carbonation? That is
1: no, like cre- Like no, I open a cream soda, a take one long. sip, no, and mm. it's flat.
2: Yeah. Okay. I don't know what kind of cream soda you're buying. Every cream soda. All the
1: cream sodas.
2: She's, yeah. Nah. Cream, cream soda. Cream soda. No okay, way. Really. Yes. Cream yes, soda yes. rules everything around me. No way. Man, I just can't even believe it. All those times you ran on my parade. What?
0: <laughs> Is that a My Chemical Romance song? I don't know. Brian, you just
2: got to stop using my name to get into clubs.
0: Okay. All right. Well, I can do that. Uh... I am drinking.
2: Thanks for asking. I am drinking. No, Brian, you well, know, the reason that? I didn't ask is you, you're you probably thinking I'm crying on my own, but I'm not. Okay. So. Are these, <laughs> are these references? You help me out. But I didn't want to write a song. I, are I, these, didn't... I, I didn't want you to think that I'm missing you, Brian. And what I don't song care. Huh? So I just picked my phone up. I know, but what song? You thought I was moving on, and I was. I, I, what
0: fucking song are you singing? My mama don't like you. Uh, she likes <laughs>
2: everyone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> God damn it!
2: <laughs> oh man! Oh, oh, I forgot that, was, that song
1: even exists. It's a good song, man. That's a, yeah, that's a great that's song. That's a banger. The Beebs. What do you think about? bieber and Billie eilish bad guy
2: love it i'm not a huge Billie eilish fan what say that I love i've got billy no 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 I, I i don't have an issue with her okay i just don't like her
1: creepiness
2: no 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 it's the the non-committal singing it's the same shit mariah carey did I don't like that the the airy like breathing from the stomach instead of the sternum like I don't da 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 da, 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 da. Oh, See, I love it's, it. It's I don't like that. So I, I need like if you're gonna sing, sing. If you're not gonna sing, don't sing. But don't do the ah don feel like I don't. The beat's great. Everything's great about it. I just need a little bit more fluidity and the beat doesn't lend itself to fluidity. So I give her a pass. I want to see where she goes. I don't have, you have heard,
1: I don't, have you I don't hate Bury her. I a just, friend? I
2: just need more.
1: Have you heard Barry a friend by Billie Eilish?
2: I have. Yeah.
1: See that one to me is more like it has a little more, more flowy. Yeah, it is
2: more flowy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I think she's got a lot more there. I think she's manufactured at the moment. Like I, I want to, Sure, I think she's sure. talented and she's suffering from your like Miley Cyrus 1.0. Like look, there it's is just nothing stuff to
1: wrong get... with Miley. There has never been anything wrong with Miley. There has not been but I don't think Miley's
2: Cyrus wrong. throughout her career has gotten better and more it's been easier to be cuz I mean from the beginning it was obvious she had a lot of talent and I supported her but it was one of those like if you say, "Oh yeah, she's really talented," people would be like, hey, "Who what, what, what do you fucking mean?" And you had to go look at like YouTube to search for a very particular cover of Jolene cover I know. song. Yeah. yeah, Jolene, and you're like, "No, she's really fucking talented. She's just singing shit that sells on the radio." Um, Jay Z went through the same thing. Like, I think Billie Eilish is talented. I just think she needs to explore her talent more. She's 17, so I'm not going to write her off. She's yeah, good.
1: no, she's a kid. She's a kid.
2: So she's coming to ACL. I'm looking forward to see it. I want to see what she does live, and I, I also think she needs to calm down. Like, don't take yourself so serious. It's not th- the whole act, you know. Like, I'm this creepy goth, whatever.
1: I love it. But,
2: sure, but it's an act. Like th- that oh, can sure. only take you so far. Th- look I mean, at Avril. She's a Lee. kid You're going through like,
1: a phase.
2: Yeah, I guess. I mean, just be careful. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> like your talents. <laughs> She'll end to up married
1: to Nickelback. <laughs> If you do know
2: yeah, you've got you've got a lot of talent, you've got a road <laughs> that you can pave. Don't fucking short circuit it by being weird.
1: Don't don't for end the, the rest Nicole of your life. life.
2: Like don't bjork this shit. Bjork?
0: Wow. That's give her some credit. Fuck. Not Listen. She,
2: she no, are you kidding me? Fucking bury a friend is equally as creepy as any bjork. It's super routine. creepy. Yeah, I don't listen but to But I think so. that Any she's Bjork kept herself uh, kind of like mainstream
1: idiot. by acknowledging that she's a huge Justin Bieber fan. Oh, yeah. I think that kind yeah. of like lightened her up a little bit for everybody.
2: I hope so, and I hope she lightens up herself because yeah. she she's a kid, have fun. You're famous. You've got good tunes behind you. You've obviously got people that know how to make beats for you, and just just chill, just chill. Be more post Malone. Be less fucking avril lavigne about your career i do
1: love post malone
2: oh posty is the shit (laughs) god damn it
0: i'm
1: I'm going through a post malone phase right now the whole family is yeah Yeah, for the
2: last like three months i've if i go alexa i need some cleaning music it's always post malone
1: have you seen spider-man into the spider we talked about it last week oh you did yeah oh well sunflower is our jam
2: yeah, at the house. Love it. You know, uh, hold on one second. You turned on Alexa.
0: <laughs> 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 oh, this is great. <laughs> oh, it's just fucking. Pure oh no, play music. <laughs> okay, we... that sounds awful, Frank. It's
1: sunflower.
0: <laughs> that is terrible. Stop. <laughs> that is. That is. Not, not the quality I was expecting, Frank. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, he's just gone now. Yeah, he's he just walked away completely. You had to go unplu like manually unplug his Alexa.
2: <laughs> no, I didn't. It, God, you know when you put Alexa in a corner? Yeah. She, uh, it echoes into her own body. So. Oh. You can't talk to her. It's very weird.
1: Nobody but puts Alexa in the corner.
2: Right. Nobody does without consequences. So consequences. Yeah. What is what, Alexa a dictator now? Post, oh. Well, if you give her control, you know. Right. She can do whatever she wants. So uh yeah, post post is great. I fucking love post Malone. Um, all right, let's get into the real topic of the day. Ed sheeran and Justin Bieber did a song <laughs> together. Yeah. It is possibly the I mean it's no doubt the song of the summer. Uh, it, is great. it
1: it is great. Olivia and I have listened to it. Oh, oh God.
0: fucking serious. Do you
1: not call her that? No. We God her?
0: damn it, man. Like I've got fucking more edits in this episode alone between you two. Do you
1: call her Punky? Punky.
0: Yeah, yeah. we'll do we'll call her
2: Punky.
1: Okay. Punky and I have listened to it every single day. Mm. Literally every single Happiest day. Happiest
2: song, song in the world. Like so happy.
1: It's a great it's a great song.
2: Love it. Love it.
1: I do love it. I love that. I love Katy Perry's Never Really Over. That's a good song of the summer. And really anything Sam Smith is doing this summer is...
2: You know, so here, here's my interesting bit about Sam Smith. I like Sam Smith a lot. No doubt. But he he seems to be a little bit of a fucking like a well whore. He just comes back to the, you know, he's like, oh, I need some more money. Let me... yes. Uh you know yeah i can see like you fuck he definitely does that (laughs) he's like he looks at his bank bank account i need a paycheck
1: (laughs) let me sing a few notes and (laughs) yeah
2: i got a new pool i want to put in the backyard
1: (laughs) that's funny because that's yeah that's totally true
2: (laughs) yeah so I, i don't know like i respect a lot of artists but goddamn man just go on a tour or something like I don't, he's, he's, he's sort of trying to be Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie. Like maybe I'm going to adopt a bunch of kids and I need some money, I but love- he's not, you know, like he's, he's just like, I'm going to, I want to step back from the spotlight, but I want to be in it when I need to put a new pool in. Yes. You
1: know, yeah. <laughs> Dancing with a stranger. And how do you sleep? How do you sleep? I think is a banger. It slaps. It's,
2: it's good, but it's also like, okay. Artists that corner themselves into one style, whining, yeah, like whining about everything, it annoys me. Um, Sam Smith is always sad, dude. Just sing a happy song, it's not I, that hard. His, his,
0: uh, what is it dance with a stranger like, yeah it's not a, a sad stranger. song but this is what I was it's talking fun. to Mrs Bryan about it the earlier tune is out of shit. it's the buildup it's what it is yeah. it's the, he sets no, the scene how
1: do you sleep is what you're talking about where yeah. there's the buildup no
0: but even dancing with a stranger there's a there's a bit of a build and it's not like uh it's not like straight away like oh we're getting into this like the rest of the song goes on to be it's
2: uh, I don't know I just I, yeah, I I get frustrated by artists that are so talented, and they choose beats that suck dick. And, well, okay, uh, okay. Well, this was <laughs> okay. No pun intended. Right. I mean, that's... but they choose terrible beats. Okay, sorry. Also, that's I understand now. Okay, thinking that's about that tough statement. one. I get it.
0: It's tough. Okay, for me to say that. suck suck ass. Can we Not, say suck ass? Just stop sucking. Yeah. No sucks. Okay,
2: that are terrible. All right, oh. and. The reason that that sort of the the, the beat selection matters, right? Is because they all sit there. Some of them write their own lyrics. I doubt Sam Smith does that, but they match things up. And now we're sitting with a bad beat for an upbeat song or like a sad beat for a sad song. Sam Smith never, never veers away from the sad beat. And no, but I think he needs that's to his,
1: that's his like vibe. Like when you hear his uh. voice. He has that kind of voice that just. It, his voice is like Adele. Like, he can sing notes that just make you sad. It, Adele doesn't even have to be singing about anything sad. She could just be singing, and it makes me sad.
0: You know what? I'm wrong. Dancing with a stranger doesn't start off. Yeah, slow. I told it does. It, 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 bang, it bangs in.
1: What you made me do. All
0: right. Well, that's one we can put music on. How do
1: you sleep? How do you, you sleep is a one that... like, it starts off a little slow, and then. And no, then no, but so, it's so, a banger.
2: The one you're listening to, I believe, Diplo remixed. No, that. Normani. Normani. Okay, so I'm done hating myself
1: for feeling it's you, so sad. You can feel that it's gonna slap, though. Like you're like, oh yeah. No,
0: it, only if you if you have faith that Sam Smith's needing some money for that new pool in the it's, backyard. <laughs>
1: it's about to be a banger.
2: <laughs> I'm just telling you, this is not a man that I would go see without a box of tissues. Oh, Listen, okay, yeah.
0: Listen to like all the song it. titles. How do you sleep? That's all it yeah. is. Dancing with a Stranger, Promises, Stay with Me, Too Good at Goodbyes. Yeah. Uh, fire on fire. Well, Fire on Fire sounds like it could be a Rammstein song, I, I, but
2: I, I could almost guarantee you it's like a fight.
0: I'm not the <laughs> only one. Lay me down, like I can make it to me. That one yeah. is not a sad song. That one's a Brad
2: song. You know what I'm saying? Uh-uh. <laughs> hey, you know, have you seen the the James Corbin? Uh, carpool karaoke with sam smith no i, haven't I have seen not it. first off do yourself a favor when you leave the room tonight after we record go watch that it's hilarious the shit it also shows you the dudes a really light-hearted guy find some fucking music that represents your personality stop fucking around with the sad shit all the time. but that's all that's how his carpool karaoke
1: shit. with adele was like i thought yeah. it was gonna be all sad and stuff and she got in there and wrapped Nicki Minaj's monster and yeah. it, just
2: was it, it just it It annoys me because these artists that have the power, they don't wield it. So they're like, oh, yo, I just got to remanufacture what I did for 21 and 22. Uh, or I've got to do X, Y, and Z in this new album because it worked last time.
1: But no, I think man, There are some me. artists that are just sad artists. Like. If I'm sad,
2: I don't believe that. I, don't I can rely on
1: Sam Smith and Adele to get to me keep said? Yes, to keep you sad. Yes, I'm sorry. Sad.
2: This one of the saddest songs ever written, "Christmas right? Shoes." <laughs> I thought we were a contest. I didn't know. I'm sorry. You had a point. <laughs> I mean, I agree with you. I agree with you. But uh, Freddie Mercury wrote a song at the end of his death. At the end uh, of his death. At the end of his <laughs> death. Jesus <laughs> Christ. At the end of his life. He's talented as fuck. As <laughs> dying. Um, but it was about about. I'll find the name of the song in just a moment, but it was about him and how he appreciated the fans and how he appreciated everything. Freddie Mercury's not known for sad songs. It was way more impactful. So when you watch this, the the, the it was the last song him and Queen ever did together, right? him. Yeah, but he's... that's
1: really sad I don't want to, like when I'm emotional No, but there's,
2: there's give me a reason for sadness Don't just produce sad music, you know, like No, when, I, when I'm I emotional, I want to listen that think, to I'm sorry, I'm offended by the fact that Sam Smith thinks He's got this fucking chord and that's all he can do It is. But that's is what so I want to listen to when I'm that.
1: emotional <laughs> I don't want to listen to actual sad songs I mean, like that's going to that's going to put me on the floor and I'm never going to get up again. If I listen to like, you know, how do you sleep or dancing with the stranger? I'm sad about it, but like, okay, I'll get over it. Like I'll be fine. You know? Okay.
2: Have you seen it's the name of the song is these are the days of our lives. And it's, it's a theme song for the TV literally show, these the, are the last days of our lives. two months of Eddie Merc Freddie Mercury's life and okay. Eddie Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Eddie Murphy and Freddie Mercury came together, had a kid. So, um, no, so that's, that's true sadness. It, it, there's a reason for it to be sad. But he also sang Barcelona, which is like this incredible operatic presentation of a city that if you've ever been to Barcelona, you're like, yeah, that's exactly how you feel the first time you're in the city. And you're like, you feel alive and you don't understand why everybody doesn't live in cities like this. And you yearn for that feeling again. And that's Barcelona. And he did both of those things, whereas Sam Smith is like, "Oh, I'm just going to be this fucking sad trailblazer, and yeah, Adele is going to be my Sam fucking." Sam Smith course. is not Freddie
1: Mercury. Well, like, no,
2: but what
0: he's saying is that that talent can exist, sure, bo- yeah. in both chords. It doesn't have to you exist only need to only go, go in find
2: one. it. Like they need to be interested in not just manufacturing chocolate pudding, instead of being like, "Oh, maybe this could be a fucking banana split, and that could but, be." You know, like, but that's go, not how go the music with beer. It's like a works. chef that's like, I'm really good with sh- chocolate and I'm never going to make a cheesecake. Like, Nick Frank, why? we get pissed off. Th- right
0: this now? is what the point of this podcast is, man. We get upset at people who make one type of beer and that's all they make. Yes. And then when they try to make other shit, they're like, oh, that doesn't work. So they stick back to their lane. Like, you can't be upset if someone is really good at making chocolate pudding and that's all they want to fucking do with their time. You and know what? part no. of the music machine. I'm not, I'm not is, upset like, at it. How not quickly obsessed. can not we get this music Sorry. out
1: with as little quality as possible. Like how fast can we make this music be a hit with little, as little input effort. on, yeah, on our end and like, let okay. it out.
2: So I think, I think where the, where the slight delineation comes here is I'm not asking you to make anything different to build your brand. Okay. If your brand is this fine, but you've got a massive brand you are this big talent and you're being lazy. It's not, it's not, I'm, I'm not asking you to like stray away from everything you've done. You can make seven sad songs on, a, on an album and experiment with five. And then you've got an album, but these fucks are just staying there and they're like, okay. And you know, it's, it's interesting to me because a lot of people hate Taylor Swift, me. but she, she reinvents her sound
1: Never. Over
2: and over, and it's not everybody's cup of tea, but she goes through the cycle. Um, Ed Sheeran has not done the same she doesn't
1: reinvent her sound, though.
2: No, she does. She absolutely does.
0: She does. Listeners, if you know how many times that I've heard this fucking argument in my life, you would know why <laughs> so, I'm just silently okay. playing Forza right now.
2: We'll throw T-Sweezy to the side, whatever. Um, uh, but Ed Sheeran's a good example, right? Like, he's got sad songs. He's Ed he, like, Sheeran,
1: I will say, has reinvented his sound multiple moves times.
2: Moves this shit along. Justin Bieber moves this shit along. I don't like when Adele and, and these really fucking good people, Alicia Keys... They get lazy and they just sit around and they're like, "Oh, I'm just going to make a new I new think year. They just pick a style and they're I like, also, "This
1: is my style."
0: I think you might have a fundamental misunderstanding. I think, mis- exploratory. I like, think you it's- have a fundamental misunderstanding of what it takes to be an artist. Okay. No, and I say that because art is not I mean, these people are artists and art is not yeah. about like just going and doing what their fans want. One, two. It's First also time. not about. It's not about someone else's critique of my talent. Exactly, they're
2: exactly no, doing what their no, friends want. They're not. They're, they
0: they're are. not. Listen to me, goddammit. it! I'm
2: listening. Sorry.
0: It's not about the ability that I have as an artist to go out and do something. It's the confidence in which I have in the in my ability to go out and do it. If they don't have it, they fuck. It. They may never ever have the confidence to do it, and they may never go outside of. That boundary. I'm not saying that's the case for this, but what I'm saying is think about that shit when you uh, have that this approach to your criticism of an artist. But the other thing, it's, I, it's like... the same thing when it comes to actors. Actors are th- some people have the ability to be fucking hilarious in acting, but they don't choose to do roles
2: that are are that way. <laughs> My criticism is not on the fundamental.
0: You just told them you they have all this talent; they choose not to do it.
2: But
1: the other thing no, is, like sometimes, it's, like there's a reason. The reason why seen. I would go see Adele is because of her style also of music, that. because of what she does. I can't tell you how many times I have been to a concert because i loved a group i love the style of music that they did and then they released a new fallout boys perfect example yeah. i love fallout boy i am the deepest fallout boy fan old school fallout <laughs> Out boy she i absolutely boy all day. love <laughs> i don't but when i show up to their new concerts it's foreign to me but they do
0: they're not the same in what is what y'all are talking about what you're talking about because they still play songs off their first album that was released almost two decades ago they
1: still play songs off their first album. but you're talking
0: about like the band perry that you went and saw where they were coming out
1: completely changed their sound (coughs) but no like but the music that fallout boy puts out now is like what is this it's really
0: corporate like and it's
1: yeah and they've tried to change their sound to go with the time so they've made it but more, so, I don't know, what's the word? So I'm not, I'm not, I guess electronic. fundamentally,
2: fundamentally I'm not saying change your sound. That's not what I'm saying. My fundamental argument is don't Mumford and Sons, God, your style. God, I hate like, Mumford. <laughs> don't sit there and be so contained within your own realm. I'm not even saying you got to go get, a beat produced by Diplo and shit. Like, that's not what I'm saying. Right. Okay. So I have a question for you. Do not, do not corner yourself into such a specific version of your style, which is what fucking Sam Smith is doing. Um, When you hear a Sam Smith song, you're like, holy shit, this sounds kind of similar to what you just did. And it's also sad. God damn it.
1: Okay. So where does Coldplay fall into that?
2: So Coldplay lost me after their X and Y album because the advancement wasn't there. I'm interested to hear what their new album is going to do because they definitely started producing very, very, um, produce albums. Right. So when you compare Parachutes to A Russia Blood to the Head, that was an incredible movement for yeah. a band. And then X and Y came out and you're like, okay, this is fine. Um, You've got like four songs here that I can relate to. I can deal with it. And then it kind of went off a train. And I still go to Coldplay concerts because they play a shit ton of songs off of A Russia Blood to the Head, which right. is one of the greatest albums ever. So I can deal with it. But it's it's like... The 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 transformation doesn't happen unless you're forcing it to happen, right? Yeah. And unless the the artist feels like it needs to happen, and Coldplay literally shut down production of everything for the last two and a half years because they were like, yeah, we're sounding like manufactured shit, and we need to go back and figure some shit out before we come out with a new album, and it's just. To me, what annoys me about Sam Smith and Adele specifically is they go back and they're like, let's just uh, do more of the same, fellas. <laughs> like, no, maybe, you know, not more of the same. See, I felt like-,
1: like Adele's last album, though, was very like she had some songs like Send My Love on there was like, OK, that was very unlike Adele to me. Yeah. Um, I agree.
2: I agree with that. I there agree. is she, another she one is, on there. She is branching out. She is water
1: under out. the bridge. Like that was like, oh, dang. Okay, yeah. Like she had she had some good ones on her last album. I
2: I don't disagree, but I guess okay, to pull it full circle, the reason I get annoyed by some of these artists is because those artists fans who like are like, "Oh, Sam Smith's biggest fucking vocal talent we've seen in a long time." Yes, he is, but and Those people will shit on other artists that are, sure, vocally, not as talented. It's not all about that. So, vocally, Justin Bieber can't hold a fucking candle to Sam Smith. Yeah. But that motherfucker has the ability to identify specific pairings. And is it him? I don't know. It probably is significantly him because he owns his own... Uh, fucking masters on his on his records so he gets to pretty much do whatever he wants but he identifies specific musical pairings that he's like oh yeah this would be a great song for us to do together and then i mean his collaborations are off the fucking charts yeah there are a few artists that identify potential collaborations like he does and i'm not a justin bieber like fucking stan no but (laughs) i respect his ability to put out hits it is incredible we've not seen a lot of people like that so i don't know it's just like sam smith just needs to get his head out of the fucking depression ass shit that he keeps putting out and dude just make a fun song make something that's like just a party song but i guess maybe he's too far into it that he can't do that <laughs> you know like See, if i feel he did like that-
1: how do you sleep is his party song and like dancing with a stranger i feel like those are his party songs like that's that was what you're him. gonna get from him yeah like i yeah. felt like he was like "Ooh, let me branch out with these hits like they'll be shit. playing this at the club
2: yeah they didn't <laughs> at the club at the club shit okay brian what are you drinking are you on water now
0: no fuck no uh, I'm drinking, uh, right now it's my second glass of Iron Root Republic. This is Iron Root Harbinger. Oh, this is
2: the one that you wanted me to taste. <clears> well, this that is. I haven't had a chance to.
0: Yeah, I've still got your bottle, uh, down Sweet. in the liquor cabinet. That's Promethean. Well, you gotta
2: tell me how much to Venmo you for that, yeah?
0: Oh, uh, yeah, I'll tell you off cast. Okay. Um, so it is, that was, the Promethean was last year. This was a 2018 edition. This is Iron Root Republic Harbinger Harbinger. It's their bourbon whiskey. Oh. I have their proof down version, and then this is their cask or their barrel proof version. It is one hundred one fifteen proof.
2: Holy shit! And so it is, is it a harbinger of things to come?
0: Yeah. So they're they're they're, they're kind of uh, <clears throat> thoughtful when it comes to that. So we we actually went to Iron Root Republic today mm-hmm. um, and met uh, Jay Word and his family up there. Oh sweet. Uh hung out with them and actually went to a little brewery up there in Denison as well called Ivanhoe Aleworks. Oh shit. And places excuse me, when I walked in I didn't I was not expecting a whole lot, honestly. And their beers actually turned out pretty damn good. Uh, but Iron Root Republic, those guys are awesome. I saw them through the Whiskey Tribe. I went down there. I, I kinda contacted them a few times in the last month or so. I saw um, that.
2: Yeah, they get. They even saved bottles for you.
0: Well, hey, hey, let's keep that on the DL. No, no I mean, it's, there was,
2: uh, yeah, give a shout out. That's awesome. Thanks well, for hooking the brother up. I was going to say. Not like, <laughs> that's, what are you?
0: Well, okay, so let me give you that whole story. So that's actually what I started the cast off with. It was called Iron Root Hubris, and that is their 100% corn whiskey that they make. And that bad boy came in at 117.8 proof. <laughs>
2: Right, Brian, stop bragging about this, okay? It
0: was, <clears throat> it's, it's really good. Anyway, that, that corn whiskey, I think won best corn whiskey in the world. Mm. And it may have won best whiskey in some uh, recent little uh, uh, events. Anyway. Was it oaked? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they do all their stuff. Um, bourbon barrels? They do fresh, uh, fresh American oak, um, true bourbon style. Everything, I think, in there gets aged at least 24 months um and it's all all the the coffin bottles that they have uh they're all barrel proof so they're all well over 100 proof uh once they're finished uh i did get like i said i reached out to him a couple like about a month ago uh let him know when i was coming up because he was like oh we'll take care of you i was like okay whatever that means whatever so because i'm used to knowing what you know, hey, we'll take you care got of you. I took a little half chub, though. I t- yeah, a little bit. Because I know what that means in the beer world. I'm like, fuck, about to drink for free. Anyway, what that means in the bourbon world is we'll set bottles aside for you that haven't been available in about nine months. Um, so wow. I got to try that and may have gone back in the back of the barrel house when everyone else left the tour and might have gotten a little, you know, small sampling with about three or four other people. That was nice. That was a nice little experience. We tried a five-year-old bourbon that they have, uh, which was flat out amazing. It was it clocked in one hundred and thirty-seven proof. He was oh like, God, he was it's telling us of, it's that a bit of a ways to go. Well, yeah, I was gonna. Well, it was gonna say it is a barrel a single barrel barrel strength that has been. I mean, it's five years age, so there is a lot of stuff that's come and gone from there, yeah. um, and it still has to be. It'll have to be blended and proofed before they sell. Uh, but uh, that whiskey tasted. Like it was, it was magical. It was goddamn magical. You know when you make homemade caramel and you drip the caramel from like the whisk or whatever, you're you're kind of mixing everything together with.
2: Yeah, it's got a little bit of like a malty. Yeah,
0: that like that stringy bit of caramel that comes off there. Mm-hmm. That's what this whiskey tasted like, and it was just so oh, fucking yeah. pretty. Uh, and then we tasted a uh, a variation, uh, a corn variant that they had that they got from. I think they sourced the corn from Canada. Anyway, that shit was flat out amazing. It was only two years old; it was still really kind of young, uh, as far as like flavors go. But it was so fucking yeah. good. I mean, we went up there. Mrs. Bryan was with us. Uh, they we got to taste their vodka, their gin. Was that good? I, yeah, it was pretty good. Did you like? Did you actually like the gin though? I never really asked you.
1: I enjoyed that gin more than any other gin I've ever had.
0: This is the best really? gin of all yeah. the other gins that I've ever ginned. Is basically what she says. Uh, but their vodka. That was... being
1: said, I'm not a fan of gin. No. But I did enjoy that gin more than any gin I've had.
0: The, okay. The other cool thing is they had a, a bar that you can go order cocktails from. Oh shit! Oh, uh, I ordered a. Uh, it was fucking. It was good. Mrs. Bryan had two cocktails. And those two cocktails put her on her ass. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I had a uh, moonshine whiskey sour. Oh, dang. And and it was fucking a maze. Mrs. Bryan had a...
1: A Mexican martini and um, an English... uh, An old-fashioned.
0: An English-fashioned. An An English-fashioned. No, uh, what's cool is, I mean, they know what they're doing there. They know what flavors they're producing and know what flavors go with them. So they do a really good job of... uh, 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 putting it all together, they do what's called uh, ranch water. I take Topo Chico lime in their gin, just throw it into a glass. It's yep. it's flat out amazing. <laughs> like uh, so, those guys they're literally operating out of a boat dealer, an old boat dealership in Denison, right behind right behind a Fossil Creek liquor store, and across the highway from the Dwight D Eisenhower statue that they. Have. It's
1: very large.
0: It's fucking wild.